0: what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, and today's episode is Who Needs God When You Have the Government? So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. I talk a lot about the reticular activating system, and if you haven't heard me talk about that before, essentially it is this theory of us having our mind focused or fixated on one thing in particular, and then that one thing starting to surround our entire lives in many different ways. And for me lately, that one thing has been governmental control. Now, 2020 did not go as any of us had planned or could have anticipated, although the warning signs were there at the end of last year, right? That's for another episode. But for me, I've been thinking a lot about how much control the government actually has over us and how it starts when we are at a very young age being conformed by our parents and our teachers and even the the people around us a little bit further like our siblings and our our coaches and things like that when we're really young we're told all of the things that we can and can't do what the rules are to follow and in the midst of this being a topic of conversation at least a, a mental individual topic of conversation for myself bringing in that reticular activating system, more of these things are starting to come to me. I have a friend named Rob Williams, and he wrote a book called Storm Cloud Rising. The truth is subjective. I I read through this book. It was one of those books that I just couldn't put down. And I think it took me like five days to finish it. And essentially, in this book, Rob talks about these three characters. There's Matt, Hector, and Ryan. And they are military service members who are tasked with an undercover operation right after 9-11, trying to target and find this particular cell who was going to essentially poison um, as much of New York as they could through the water system. But within this story, Rob talks about 9-11 in a way that really gets you Questioning everything. Questioning what you think you know with regards to that terrible September morning. Questioning everything that you've ever been fed in terms of media content. Questioning even those photos that we've seen over and over and over again. So I don't want to ruin the book for you. I I do recommend that you pick up a copy for yourself. This book ended in a way to where I was enraged. My heart was beating out of my chest. Clint had to keep pausing whatever he was watching on TV to ask me if I was okay. It pissed me off to the extent of me not knowing who to trust, who to believe, what's right, what's wrong, and actually reflecting back on a lot of my own past decisions. If you ever listen to Pandora randomly artists that you completely forgot about will come up on there. And for me, it's Eminem. I used to love listening to Eminem. And there's this song I had never heard before, and it's called Rap God. And at the end of this song, Eminem says something along the lines of, why be a king when you could be a god? And it really got me thinking about why we would even need God if we have government who has so much control over crafting, manipulating, and creating these these little people. And I say little people because we are so small in comparison when we think of theories like the cabal and things like that. And when we're very young, And we're being conditioned and we're being molded into these perfect little humans in terms of how society says we're supposed to be. We carry that with us and not only that, but we start to build on it. We start to become not an identity of ourselves because we have so many restrictions. And for the past several years, I've really started to question the rules. And not only that, but I've started to test how far to the extent I could go, that those rules no longer apply to me. When it is safe, when I recognize that something is not in service of me, despite what the rules say, I go against it. And I'll give you a perfect example. Clint and I went out on a fishing trip last weekend. We tried to find a place to park and... Despite what we see on the media, everybody was walking around without masks. People were just living their life like normal. And these restaurants were completely inundated. And where we were trying to eat, it was actually a harbor. You, you walk up and it's like this huge fish market, but they also prepare food. And you order it from a menu. They call your number. You get your food and you go sit outside. You can go upstairs. You can look out at the water, at the boats. It's, it's really a beautiful thing to experience. This is in San Diego. But before we got to experience this, Clint and the three of us sitting in the passengers in the truck, we were trying to find somewhere to park and it was impossible. There was this huge line of cars and the line kept getting longer and longer and longer. And we tried to go on the outskirts of this condensed area of parking to try to find something that would still be within walking distance, but that we wouldn't have to wait in that long line for. And we drove around the block. With, seem like forever. And finally, I I look up and I realize where the exit is. And I realize that there is an incredible amount of free parking open. If only there wasn't an arrow pointing us to go out instead of to come in. That was the only thing that was essentially going to prevent us from having to waste even more time than we already had. An arrow, an arrow painted on the ground. Because what was happening is, as all these cars were lining up and lining up, they kept getting stopped from parking in these open parking spots because people kept backing out trying to leave. So essentially, I left the, the second half of the parking lot, <coughs> excuse me, completely open. So I tell Clint to stop and I tell him to drive in to the exit of the parking lot. There is not a single car around. There's not an officer around. What is the worst thing that could happen? An officer maybe decides to pull up at that very moment that we decide to pull in and we're driving on top of that arrow that's warning us not to go in that way. That's the worst thing that could have happened. Reluctantly, my police officer husband, (laughs) at my demand, decides to pull in and park and it took us merely 30 seconds. Done deal. We're out of the truck. We're ready to to rock and roll and meet up with everybody. But if it wasn't for that simple act of saying this rule doesn't apply to me in this moment, we probably would have ended up not even eating there. That's how bad this traffic was, this little traffic jam inside of this parking lot. And not going on with our plans. Other people that were already there had done the same thing that we were trying to do in terms of parking. Only they followed the rules and waited in line and, and did all the things but I've talked about this many times before. Your time is the most important asset that you will ever have. Another time this has happened was when Clint and I went to um, Morocco and flying out of LAX can be a little daunting. And one of the most daunting parts of that is the freaking parking in LA. It was three o'clock in the morning we're driving around looking for somewhere to park. And the main parking lot on the outskirts, and it, it say outskirts because you actually have to take a, a bus, a shuttle to go into the airport. It's that far away from the airport. They have this digital sign and it's all lit up in red and it says parking lot closed. And there's another sign that's in the center of where you would usually drive in and drive out. And it says parking lot closed. You want to know what I told Clint to do? <laughs> drive around that sign and go inside of that parking lot and let's go see if there's an open spot. And guess what? There was a lot. This empty parking lot, nobody manning it. And even if there was, what's the worst thing that could have happened? But on the flip side of that, sometimes we have to gauge the cost versus reward when it comes to making these sorts of decisions and decide for ourselves when the rules don't necessarily apply. And a lot of the times, if we practice a little common sense, then the answer becomes a lot more easy than the stress that would be ensued from having to waste so much time. Where is it in your own life that maybe you're practicing the rules of the land, You're following this upper hand from somebody who has so much power, so much power. Think about this for a second. There is a ridiculous amount of research, data, information, discoveries that you might never know about, and that is because the people at the the very, very top, they are the ones that control everything that you've ever learned Think about that for a second. Every single book, every single professor, every single teacher, any mentor that you've ever had, it's all controlled. You are not gifted the privilege as a human being, as a craft of God, if you will. You are being prevented from resources that are in existence because somebody has decided what you should and shouldn't do, who you should and shouldn't be. And this isn't some conspiracy theory. This is truth. And we know that because how many times have we been given or gifted information that was discovered long, long ago? We can think about things like 9 We can think about things like the coronavirus. I want you to stop for a second. Think about, let's just use Halloween of 2019 as an example. You know, let's go back even further. Let's pretend that It's September 11th of 2019, and let's pretend that you wake up in the morning and you're reflecting on where you were on that day in 2001, and let's pretend that you go to the grocery store and you're there with your family, and all of a sudden, somebody walks in, and they have a face covering, a bandana that is covering everything except for their eyes. How would you have felt? How would you have felt in that moment? Now think for a moment of 9-11 of 2020 and the feelings that will come up when everybody is going about their day, living their lives, and they're being forced to wear face coverings. You see, we are being controlled in a way to where we are being told that we have to cover our identity. Think about how it feels for you to be the one showing up into a market with your face covered. You're not showing up as the fullest version of yourself. No, instead, you're being told to hide. You're being told to conceal. And I don't want this to rub anybody the wrong way. I know that there are a lot of people that think that this virus is very, very real. I know that there are a lot of people who have experienced tragedies and death and all of the things. What I'm talking about here is not whether the coronavirus exists or not. What I'm talking about is how manipulated as a society we are becoming to where we think that it's okay for anybody, no matter what level above us, so to speak, and I'm, I'm doing that in air quotes, they think that they are, to where they can tell us That we have to cover ourselves, ignore our identity, prevent who we really are, and literally show up in the world as a version that is less than our existence. Now, I don't know about you as you sit there, but for me, I say, fuck that. And I will forever continue to live my life practicing my common sense in the same way that I encourage you you to do, to where we're able to recognize for ourselves whether or not we really should or shouldn't follow the rules and i'm not saying to go and break the law although sometimes i think that i was just talking with a client and um he shared with me a very intimate story with regards to his 14-year-old daughter and how it involved him pulling out a gun to the head of a much much older man now is that within the limits of the law well you tell me so there are a lot of gray areas sure they exist But what I'm saying here is that we really need to stop and recognize just how much we're being controlled. And we need to know that we all were here. We were birthed here with an equal right. And the older and older we get, it is not okay for anybody to try to take any of that away from us. I hope that it is already an amazing day for you. I hope that you're remembering to take care of yourself, enjoying the rest of the summer, staying hydrated, staying safe, And know that I am sending you a big tight hug from my home to you.